0: Uh, so, uh, maybe you'll say a few words, Uri, Rabbi Yehuda. Uh, Rabbi Lorch's class tonight will be at uh, 5.35, five, 5.35, and Mincha today will be at 6.35, 6.35 Mincha, the Rabbi's class preceding Mincha at 5.35. Okay, thank you everybody for adjusting your clocks and being here properly today. Yosemite, everybody. By the way, Rabbi Goldman is collecting for for, pe- for people in Israel who need uh, Pesach money, you know, underprivileged people in Israel that could use uh, Pesach to make their seders and buy matzah. So please support Rabbi Yudi with some donations if you can before he leaves town to bring back Terence's role. Israel.
1: Good morning, everyone. Just a brief thought from last week's Parshas Parsha's Kisisa, is that Moshe sensed that it was an opportune time uh, that Hashem... It was an Eseratzon, a time of favor. And Orachim explained, he felt en- emboldened, so to speak, that this was a time for him to ask Hashem to, so to speak, reveal himself to Moshe. So Moshe could have a greater understanding of the inner workings of the world, of the power of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and-, and why everything in-, in the physical world happens in the manner in which it does. So we're all familiar with the famous answer that Hashem replies, Moshe's hareni nas um, kvodecha. So Hashem says, "I can't reveal myself to you." Ki lo, liyirani v'choy. A person would not be able to live if he were to see, so to speak, um, um, Hashem. So Hashem passes before Moshe Rabbeinu, and Moshe sees the back mm-hmm. of his thrill and the Kesher thrill and Haral of, of. So the commentators explain is that in the world that we live in, we often don't understand what's going on, why certain things happen, even good things, bad things, why good people suffer, why bad people prosper. So the lesson that we take from this exchange between Moshe and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is that it's not our job to understand. It's hard, it's, hard, it's not easy but ultimately after 120 we, we have that hindsight we have that 2020 vision everything ultimately um, when we ascend to heaven becomes clear to us. And this is one of the lessons of Pesach is that when Yosef was sitting in the pit, betrayed so to speak by his brothers and he sold into slavery he ends up finding himself being a second-in-command, if not the ultimate ruler in in, uh, in Egypt, because Pharaoh tells him, the only difference between you and I is my chair, my throne. But ultimately, Al-Piv Yishak Dover, Yosef was in control of everything. And ultimately, the fact that Yosef came down there, that's so how his family was saved, because they came looking for food. And ultimately, the Jewish people, before they, you know, the whole story of Pesach happened, had a relatively comfortable lifestyle. So the lesson of Pesach and the lesson of last week's parsha is that Despite all the tragedies that, and the fortunate news that we hear about, you know lately there's been a lot of it. Unfortunately, we can't. You know, the qu- the questions that we have don't necessarily have the answers that we want to hear. But we have to just internalize and realize that everything has an ultimate reason, an ultimate purpose, and one day we'll understand.
0: Amen. Amen. I should call up. once again. I think for.